Welcome to Mansplaining. Welcome back, where uh, we never have to explain ourselves because we're always right. But I'm going to explain that to you every time, and we're going to explain things throughout the the podcast because we're men. Yeah. Uh, well, special welcome to uh, Guzman. Uh, welcome to the pod. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, no brainer. You know, we're not going to use any brains while we're here, too. Uh, tell me about yourself. What do you? What do you? Uh, when you talk, like, just bring a little closer to the mic. I mean, like, my mic. don't be shy. Get close yeah. to the mic. Don't even deep throat it while you're at it. Okay, so I'm Javier Guzman. I've known these guys, Sanchez and Danilo. Yeah, that works too. Quite a bit. Uh, but I would say I know them fairly well from the capacity and from you know. Of being having a good friendship, stuff like that. I think we have similar ideals. We have very different ideals as well, so this should be very interesting. And I only know Guzman because he once flicked a condom on Sanchez's face. <laughs> These things happen, I can't. And they don't fit around your head as easy as you would think. Uh, that's the story from the time, man. That's the story I want to hear right now. I just want to hear right now, actually. All right, and condom. Let me let me give you a short. I want to keep up dry spell. I don't have to carry him. I'll I'll give it the short the short spiel on it. Uh, one day we were out drinking, and DiGilio and I were trying to fit condoms over our heads, and we were trying to see if it would go all the way, but it kept ripping. We needed magnums, but all they had were extra smalls, so it didn't fit around our big ass head. The only time that they would ever need magnums. Yeah. <laughs> extra small is my fault. So if you have uh, an extra set of magnums, just like, you know, email them to mansplaining.com forward slash Gmail. Uh, we, got the, we got the email running now, right? We do have an email, but I prefer that the comments come in through our Spotify. I have a section there. Where if you scroll below our Spotify, once it's playing, uh, there's a questionnaire uh, asking what you all would like to hear in our following episode. And if you could please be so kind to give us some feedback, uh, give us some ideas, um, we'd love to hear them. You're taking away Guzman's spotlight. He was trying to hint that he has a massive cock, and he only uses magnums. And he alluded you guys have a small dick because you don't ever need a magnum. I, I fully acknowledge that. I have a pretty small penis. I alluded that way, too. It's not impressive. Uh, do you have a, a magnum on him? I don't have any on me right now, but I saw a corner store on my way in, and if you would have texted me, I would have accommodated you, man. Oh, damn it. Forgot. Oh, we could have been, we could have had a camera playing, and we could have been putting condoms over our heads again. I have, like, the skin ones, because, like, I'm allergic to latex, you know, like, pfft. No, you're not. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Uh, right, exactly. This is what I have in stock, lady. It's like my dick won't have sores on it, your pussy will. <laughs> <laughs> Right, before I get canceled, let's move on in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Javier, thank you for giving us a little bit. Of, so, again, a little bit about yourself, interest. Uh, I just wanna, I just wanna disclose: if a girl says she's allergic to latex, don't fuck with a latex condom. Wait, what? I feel like we should disclose: we're not advocating to fuck a girl with a latex condom if she's allergic to latex. So please don't cancel us. With oh, latex. No. <laughs> No, this is conservative. This is a conservative religious podcast, so everybody go raw dog. This is a family show. Wouldn't that mean wrap up before you tap up before you before you get married? Dive in. Dive in this environment. In this environment, if you pull out, you're going. You're pulling out on God too. So it's true. 
It's true. Go You're denying that baby a chance at life. Yes, person abortion. Like when you when you get to the pearly gates, Saint Peter's is gonna look at you straight in the face and be like, "Down." They're gonna make the the, the one time the gladiator sound is like, "Ah, it's for approval," and it's gonna be well, pulled out. Gonna... Yeah, Saint Peter's gonna be like, "How many times did you pull out?" Be like, "I wish more." But do you think like, how many times you put it in the pooper? Yeah. Because I, I heard that's a loophole, so like they don't record it. They don't see you when you're fucking in the ass. Oh, hell yeah. Loophole, loophole. That's, a, that's the truth. It's not a D. You're good. Yeah. It's well, in butt. Your, your only issue is that you I'm won't money in your living life. But in the pooper. This is, this, this is why government and religion doesn't get along, because government can see it when you put it in the ass. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, this, is, um, this is exactly why there are odds with each other all the time. God doesn't. Makes sense. All right, good man. Take it away. Introduce yourself. Who are you? How'd you come to be a liberal? Why are you Hispanic? Okay, so I think first and foremost, I don't particularly identify as a liberal, but I do hold a lot of liberal beliefs. I think that as we progress through this conversation, I think that um, actually by the end of this conversation, I kind of believe that a lot of your ideals, after listening to the rest of the podcast, that most of your ideals also align with being labeled quote unquote a liberal well that's that's what i feel is kind of a given that's how i kind of feel because i know i share i'm kind of in between i just lean a little bit more right i like I, 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 I firmly believe that at the beginning of this you know uh you know a conversation of this topic that for the most part you know i'm, I'm only 29 years old right but through life experience and travels and everything like that just the variety of people that i've made and just cohabitate with i've it is this topic and political alignment and religious alignment and things of that nature, most of the time people find themselves, they'll take a label, but they live often in the gray, yeah. you know? And I think that's, uh, I think that's kind of an important point to, you know, make going forward. If you guys have, I mean, like, you guys think I'm a raging liberal or something like that, but I mean, like, we'll see, we'll see. We'll just see where this conversation takes us. We were hoping you were to come in with, like, your hair dyed blue. You fingernails know, like, painted. Fingernails painted. Yeah. Oh, dude, you don't see that? Ultra liberal. There's a. Oh, is that is that in your TikTok? <laughs> French tip right there. Um. That's a good point, though. Um. So just mm-hmm. as a as another precursor, I, so I, I do I do work in tech. I've been a software engineer for the past ten years, and uh, yeah, most most recently, I've uh, I've been transferring over to security engineering. And consulting uh, hobbies are pretty basic for the average American male. I love to listen to Joe Rogan. Oh, pull stuff out of the water, eat it. Nice, you know, hunt stuff on land, then eat that. Um, motorcycles are a big interest of mine. With a gun, or are you super against guns? Because you have the purple hair. Oh, the, oh, the purple hell that dude, that's plus two damage, dude. You gotta, <laughs> um, I guess that's that a good question because kind of figure out where you stand politically. Are you for or against guns, the Second Amendment? How do you feel about guns? Okay, so per- so personally, I feel those. I'm, I mean, I support the Second Amendment, a Second Amendment, but I believe that there are arguments for the Second Amendment that do not belong in the conversation. All right. So, for example, red flags for or against red flag laws. Yeah, I believe that ultimately repelogs will not work, only because there is a big distrust between um, governing bodies 
and then also people people who set regulation. For example, right, mm -hmm. Red Flag Law says that you know we have to determine whether you are mentally stable to own a firearm. Who determines that? You yeah, can, you, can, you, can, you can find one doctor or one psychiatrist or therapist or whatever it is, the, the medical, uh, you know, whatever it is that path is to determine whether or not you are eligible to own a firearm. You can go to 10 different doctors and get 10 different diagnoses. You know? Only show the and, and so that, that, go ahead. No, I was saying like, yeah, you could only show the good one, you know, get 10 diagnoses and then be like, oh, look, I'm clean. Well, I mean, well, I mean, the, when it comes to, when it comes to like mental health, especially, right? I think that that is, that is something that here in America, especially that we are not, it, it, it is, it's a younger study than you might think, you know? Does it hear you? Um, we definitely prioritize, uh, in this country, we prioritize, uh, medication over a holistic approach to the mental state. And I think both are valid. But we in here in America, I, I'm a firm believer that we overly medicate. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We, we definitely over medicate in the U.S. We have a big uh, pharmaceutical complex in this country. If uh, if you're if you're going to do a different route, like which which country would you mimic when it comes to handling mental health? Um, honestly, most of Europe, and um, believe it or not, uh, for Japan. So, in Japan. They're very cultural. They're very cultural people, obviously. But the reason that they and and don't get me wrong, they have these problems. They have you know they have the same problems that the average American does, right? But they put an emphasis much more on their people and family as a whole compared to the individual, right? So I think that in itself, compared to here in America, we're a very individualized nation. And if we believe that like that, we're for the greater for the greater good, greater population, you'll find that when you drill down to most people who believe in that, that it only applies to their immediate circle. And everyone else can go fuck into it. See, I, 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 I halfway agree with it. I do disagree that we're an individual as a country because the U.S. is actually one of the most giving countries in existence. And we give the most charity. Uh, the whole idea of, of something being paid by charity is very foreign to countries outside the U.S. Right? Even Europe, Japan, if you go, oh, a charity help me pay for this. That's unheard of. So, I mean, that, that's, that's monetarily, and I agree with that. I mean, like, that, that's kind of almost to be expected from, quote-unquote, the, and I still believe this to be true. I mean, like, obviously, this will have to be not verified, but the most profitable, richest country in the world. I mean, that's almost to be expected. So I want to, to steer it back to mental health and the Second Amendment, only because um, that's only a portion of, you know, what you were trying to talk about with Red Flag Laws, right? There's a myriad of other issues when it comes to red flag laws, um, especially when we're talking about, um, you know, obviously we are a uh, uh, aligned union here in America, right? We have 50 states, 50 different sets of laws. Um, obviously, in Illinois, we have very restrictive gun laws, right? Um, so as we kind of like go, you know, coast to coast, we kind of have to keep in mind that those are they're different, you know. From the land of Illinois, I have to separate my ammunition from my rifles. Or when I travel through Kansas, my action has to be separated from my firearm or whatever it is, right? I mean, those are easy ways to get caught up in the system, right? And I think that they're mostly bullshit, right? I should be able to travel unimpeded, expressing my, you know, 
or, or w- within my Second Amendment rights and my right to travel, you know, on you know, unharassed, unimpeded, nothing like that. But that's the kind of world that we live in. You know what I mean? And currently, like, it doesn't. While it's a small nuisance, it doesn't really bother me as much because I still get to express my or get to you know exercise my rights to travel and to use my firearms. So does this mean you believe in constitutional carry? I I also believe in constitutional carry. Again, my issue with constitutional carry is is idiots. And by that I mean that I continuously find situations where while I okay, so let me ask you this. This is actually a good segue, or not a good segue, but a good point to make because I know everyone knows shit. Everyone knows somebody. Um you all know an idiot who shouldn't own guns. I have an Earth gun. I mean that that that's not for me to decide whether or not they should have a gun. Right, but the no, but I mean I'm 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 saying within our within our own community, right? Whenever I go to the range, and it doesn't happen every time, but I know or have seen idiots at the range where I'm just like, dude, mm-hmm. like you like you're you're a you're an accident waiting to happen. Absolutely. And hopefully it's just yourself, right? And that doesn't involve someone else. I mean the same could be said about like people who drive a car, right? There's some idiots out there who should never get a license. No. Okay, no, so absolutely. But I think that conversations like this such are going to be muttered by what if what if ism kind of thing. Right? What if Uranus had balls? Yeah, because like what if what if Uranus was our moon? Be your uncle. And we wouldn't exist. Well, but the, but the, but the thing is, because your 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 argument is that the government should have some say on who should and shouldn't have a gun, right? So, like, we we are the argument that, from what I'm understanding, is that there is an authority that that changes throughout the state whether or not you can legally carry a gun. And my argument is though is the fact is, you know, let's say we we go back twenty, thirty, fifty years, people had more rights carrying guns, and slowly and slowly, it's more and more restrictive. So, as the constitution says, right? If the the constitution does not give the federal government any type of uh, ability, it's reserved for the state. But if there is in the constitution saying, for example, you cannot infringe a person's right to carry a gun, then the state has no power to take or shouldn't have any power to take it away. Because the 10th Amendment and the 2nd Amendment are very clear. Uh, 10th Amendment says whatever's not in the constitution, it belongs to the states, which we could talk about like abortion, for example. There's no, nothing in the constitution about abortion. That's why it's, it belongs to the states. But the constitution specifically has a 2nd Amendment saying you cannot make a law that you agree to this document when you join the union that will infringe on that right to bear arms. Right. So, again, I am I'm not advocating for more government interference or, you know, the government sticking their hands where they should. What I'm advocating for is, one, a more sensible approach within our community, within the Second Amendment community, and then maybe also a um, Another regulating body that's not government, that doesn't have anything to do with the government. But how would how would it work? A regulating agency that's not the government who who would regulate that? Well, not a regulated agency. What I'm saying is that, like for example, we do, I wouldn't listen to those nerds. Well, what I'm saying is that we need someone who has Second Amendment with their best interests at heart, but then we also have someone who recognizes when there's an issue, right? Um, for example, right. And this is obviously my opinion, right? I don't think that in the case of, you know, the most recent example, Kyle Rittenhouse, I don't think that he's guilty of anything but being a fucking idiot. He's an idiot, in my opinion. I don't believe, I believe that after, you know, witnessing the trial, that, it, you know, clearly he's, he was within the law, but that does not excuse him from being a fucking idiot. Well, he meant well. 
you know, he was just there. He's trying to. No, I don't think he's in that one. So, so everyone, everyone there that was protesting also an idiot? Yeah. That, yeah your, your, action, your, your action compared to somebody else's does not also excuse your action. That's fair. But then it's anyone who's protesting an idiot. Well, no, there, I think that there's obvious situations where um, I think actually almost every protest, whether it involves like um, disruption of a system, I think that those, I think those are fair. Like, you know, like, and I'm not saying that they're right. What I'm saying is that that happened. But, but I just want to know, because you said he's an idiot and then the other people who are also protesting in Kenosha were idiots. Are you saying if you are protesting, you are an idiot? Rioters. Let me clarify. The rioters. Think about it this way. This will be a continuation down the road, and I, I have a, a gut sense that this will be a continuation, that rioting and protesting almost go hand in hand, and nothing ever got done by a peaceful protest. I, I would say there's, there's a few examples of uh, peaceful protests that succeeded. There's no, there's no significant examples in, our, in the U.S. history. U.S. history. You don't, you don't All you need to do is look back at the 1960s. I don't think that the civil rights peaceful protesting by Martin Luther King and all his cohorts. You don't think that? No, but with that came the Black Panther. No, uh, the, 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 that, that one group. Yeah, that, I mean okay, that's, so, that's so those involve those protests involve violence. Eventually, they involve violence because you can only push a people so hard. You can only push a subject so hard. You can only protest peacefully so hard. And eventually, just within you know, just because human nature. Dude, someone's gonna get hurt. Someone's gonna become violent, and that's when people really start to notice. If you get peaceful hard the, enough, the the the, I think that there's this this thing that we have in this country where we're like, you know, peaceful protest, peaceful, and I'm all for peaceful protest. I think that they do achieve goals. I think that they do, right? But ultimately, when so. when when protests and arguments fall on deaf ears, I think that the only way is to disrupt that system. So how do we explain how how do we explain the decline if in the BLM movement because it, it was at all time high when George Floyd happened and then throughout the rioting and all the aggressiveness and the destruction the public approval like nosedive to single digits. Absolutely, that that's that's great. You know, I think that well, I think that's great that people looked at they didn't want to associate with a. Sometimes I speak too fast, right? My own thoughts, right? But I don't think that it's necessarily great that the BLM movement lost um like momentum in that sense that you know like hey they're still advocates for or their their claim is that they're still advocates for you know people of color and things like that but people at the same token didn't want to be associated with hey until you can get this organization managed where we are not being disruptive you know what i mean and by disruptive again i mean like we don't want to be associated with looting or rioting or the you know we don't want to be responsible for Hey, during our protests, you know, twelve cops were injured. Yeah, but the the, the, the argument I'm trying to make is because uh, because you, you said sometimes you have to get violent, right? And I'm saying it, throughout history, as soon as an organization starts being violent and there's rioting, it starts losing support. So my point that I'm trying to make is if if peaceful protesting is a lot more beneficial. Once you start getting aggressive and you start rioting, you start losing that effect to ch ma and make that change that you want to do. And I, I'm just saying that I'm disagreeing with the fact that like, peaceful protesting is ineffective. Or less effective than getting right, but this—I mean—that argument works both ways, because you know, Sanchez works both ways. Well, obviously, <laughs> but, you know, this argument works both ways because we can go back to you know, um, 
American at our inception, right, started off as a peaceful protest. Then we slowly started to resist. And then we slowly started to resist more, right? But, you know, what what is what is a, a person who has authority or, or a governing body who has authority and wants to impose that authority over you do? They stand the ground. So you're, so you're saying with that example, the point of getting violent in protests is to overthrow the governing agency, because that's what we did, right? We got violent with the British, and our goal was to overthrow them. But, I mean, the point, right, is when, when you cross the line from becoming a... Or, or the ocean. protest, or you know what I mean, like you know, this is a, this is an objection. You know, what I mean, like this this movement is an objection to what you're doing, or a, you know, like a bled out like protest, like a sit-in or whatever it is that you know people did back in those in those days. Like once you cross that line, right, your objective is to disrupt. Your objective is to disrupt the system until you know you obtain you reach your goal, right? And by you know by those means, right, back in the revolution, you know, times of the revolution. It was disrupt their cash flow, disrupt their, you know, their supply lines, disrupt their... Oh, the Boston Tea Party, right? Right. Well, just in general, right? I remember when the Japanese tried to cross the ocean. The goal there was to, to obstruct their ability to govern, right? The, the, the Boston Tea Party? No, not the Boston Tea Party, the, the, the revolution, right? When we started a revolution, the goal was, you know, obviously to independ ourselves, right? Become independent. Right. And the means for which you do that is to disrupt the British ability to govern you. Right. Correct. We, we, we all overthrew the government that was, that was governing us, correct? Which is, which is what I was saying. So, like, is the goal of, uh, of getting violent in a protest is to overthrow the governing agency? No, I'm, I'm saying that sometimes. I'm saying that that's a natural force if there's no change. Well, if it doesn't work initially, then you gotta overthrow the government. Right, no, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's like a natural escalation of force. I feel it, yeah. So, 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 so what do you to to anything, though? You know, with, like, with that being said, what do you feel about today's climate? Do you think there's going to be some sort of push? Or do you foresee anything that? Because the same shit happened in, during the Civil War as well. It just keeps getting filtered no, out by Facebook. I mean, okay, so, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, right? Like, my, I know people, you know, again, I feel like I associate with a lot of people on both sides, right? And I, and I, and I know people who are so extreme on both sides that when I do come converse with them about this subject, I have to I have to like stop myself because I I don't know exactly how serious this person is, you know. Um, on one hand, on the right, I know people who swear to their mother's grave that they're ready, ready right now to go home and get that their you know their Smith and Wesson's AR fifteen from under their couch and like. March down to City Hall and remove everybody, you know, you know that kind of stuff. And on the left, I have, I have people who are, you know, like, will refuse to buy anything marked from, you know, Goya beans. Oh, and then uh, also say like, to say like, you know, like I also have those same people who are like, yeah, but let's not let's not twist a little bit because because you're making you're making it sound like the left is not more peaceful. They do a boycott. But, but you didn't let me finish. So I also finished up to like won't buy the beans. And we're are, are openly stating that, like, I will come to your door and take your AR-15. And, I, and you know, like, I have to laugh at that, too. Oh, but no, they go even further. I mean, it, I, I think we, it was in our third episode where, where I talked about the, the board member of BLM was convicted for bombing the U.S. Capitol building. So they, they'll use extreme measures. And you know, Antifa, which, well, conspiracy or not, 
you know, there's a conspiracy or not, is funded by you know, George Soros, who is very hard left leaning. And it's not the right who's out there destroying property the way the left is. So to say that like the, the main objective or the way main method of how the left does it is boycotting, I think is a little bit inaccurate. Okay, so one thing again, when I have these conversations, like I am going to try to stay away from like what I consider like what ifism, right? Well, I I would prefer to talk about that topic at hand and not say, well, what about this and what about that, right? Because I feel like just as easily as you said that like oh that funding comes from so and so and the left will go out and destroy things. January sixth, bro. What about it? <laughs> to do that. If, I guarantee you, if that would have been BLM, it, it just would have ended differently, and everyone knows it. Like you, you, you're telling me that that would been wouldn't have been BLM, that wouldn't have ended differently. So, so January sixth, are you saying that was an uh, insurgency? Do you, do you consider that being an insurgency? I want to say an insurrection. I would say that like they should get what they deserve. I'm saying that they were trespassing on property when they shouldn't have been there. Their goal was to disrupt a, a government proceeding. Yeah, but there was that footage of people letting of police letting them in. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. That's everybody. So like... That's everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure if BLM got away, did that. I'm sure they would have gotten away with it. I'm pretty sure with the Democratic Party being in power now, they would have. You, think, you, think, you think that those police would have let the BLM into? Absolutely. I mean, the whole the whole reason why Kenosha happened was because the police were told to stand down. Let's let's not forget how much billions of dollars uh, Black Lives Matter was responsible for riots over the year. Yeah, the 2020 riots resulted in two billion dollars in damage. Twenty five people dead. But, but this is why I'm saying that, like, these conversations can be much more effective if we avoid talking about, like, what ifs. Or not what ifs, but, like, what about, right? Because, again, right, we can talk about this and we can move to one subject or another, right? Or I feel like when we're talking about, for example, we started off with the Second Amendment. Now we're on, you know, the capital rights. Right? Yeah, we, yeah, we went on the rabbit hole, yeah. Absolutely. But I, I, just, I, I feel like most of these conversations get lost in that sense. What, what I was just trying to figure out is, because you you were stating some things, right? And my my point was, I don't I don't see like how it is about how it's a what if or what aboutism argument. I'm just saying it's you you can't judge one side with a certain standard and then judge the second side with a different standard. Well, so to be clear, I wasn't judging. I was saying that I have I have these are statements that I've heard personally from both sides, and by both sides I mean like people I know on the left and people I know on the right. Okay, so and, sure. I, and again, mo those are, to, and let me make this very clear, they're outliers. Most of the people that I converse with, most people that I have these conversations with, definitely live in the gray. No, yeah, I 100% agree. I, I mentioned before, I, I think majority of Americans are, are very centralized in their beliefs, and it's the very minor people on both sides who are very vocal. I was just alluding to the fact that like, I don't understand the, the whataboutism, because if we're going to look at a, uh, an issue, we should look at it objectively, right? I'm sorry, subjectively. And understand, like, if we're going to call out, for example, a BLM for the riots, let's handle that. And if we're going to start bringing in whataboutism, then let's, why are we even talking about the Capital Six riots? That's a, but that's the whole point of whataboutism, right? Like, I made, I made, I brought up the Capital Riots to prove that, like, hey, I can talk about the Capital Riots, and then you would say, you know, but what about this? And then I would say, but what about that? You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a it's an easy way to go down a rabbit hole and distract from the real conversation. No, and, and dude, who doesn't love a good rabbit hole? You know, like honestly, license like hey, I got a all of us back here. YouTube makes I got a quick question. People like so, so, so going this a little bit. You're obviously Hispanic. You're Mexican. I'm Hispanic as well. You and I both grew up in Hispanic households and 
identify as Mexican. I have a quick question. How do you feel about our ter- the term Latinx instead of Latino and Latina? Okay, so I mean, I don't, I don't use that term at all. Um, I don't. I know very few people who do. Um, is it really? Where, where I do, where I do see it a lot is in my, uh, like my corporate life. Mm. Um, I that that's where I get a lot of that Bozier. verbiage that mm-hmm. that uh, vocabulary or the use of that and that people's lexicon, as I'd like to say. What the hell is that? Lexicon. Yeah, never heard of that term. Like, if you add a word to your lexicon, it's a that that's you know that word more. Ah, okay. This man is a man of culture, okay? <laughs> he's on a level above. He's using... Well, he's using Latinx no longer... used to in this podcast. Um, besides, like, you know, corporate meetings with Guzman. So, I mean, hmm. w- when in regards to that, you know, like... Uh, and let, let's go one thing straight. I consider myself American. And I am very proud of my Hispanic, Latino heritage. Right. That's something you and I have in common, right? Um, my my parents, you know, obviously they. If 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 they stayed in Mexico, I would have been a rancher. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but nowadays, you know what I mean? Like ranching doesn't seem so bad. Now <laughs> do. So, to kind of get a better understanding, like, what what is your over overall view of of politics and how the government involves in it? Because I mentioned this before, I think a liberal and a leftist are very different things. But in today's society, liberals have like this this bald chain to their foot. Like if you don't line up with the leftist agenda, you get canceled, you get outcasted. For example, like Sarah Silverman, exactly what's happening to her. So where do you see yourself when it comes to how much government should we impose on the public? Okay, I believe that the U.S. government should handle two things and two things only. The U.S. federal government should handle mail and war. That's it. It's not like a conservative. Also, a very liberal stance by the term definition. Well, we have, you know, we brought the most right leaning liberal of all time. <laughs> like, he, he absolutely yeah. likes guns. He believes in the Second Amendment. He's a constitutionalist. Like, so, with that being said, why don't you, why don't you share some things that you. He's a capitalist engineer. I mean, we brought said the gun right thing. Like, there should be more gun, leftist, more gun regulation yes. in some places. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tyrone. I always cut you off, and that's so disrespectful. Please go it's, ahead. Yeah, it was Sanchez's well, fault. It's done. It's done. What? What? I I said what I needed to say. <laughs> that's all I had to say. Please say it. Please say it clearly. I cut you off so, very disrespectfully. No, that's all I had to say. Wait, wait. Do you have the power to mute? Always trying to bring down the black man. Is that what's going on? Hispanics are the new. Brown supremacists. No, I know. No, listen. I just want everybody to know. Hispanics have been coming out here saying that they're a minority. They are not a minority. They are a majority in this country. They are a majority, and they're going to take over. Okay, now I'm wearing this MAGA hat, <laughs> and I'm saying all this stuff. And it oh, doesn't no, We're going to lose viewers. In case no. our viewers is kind of uh, on the lower spectrum of the IQ. Hispanics, Hispanics are on top of the world. They're going to be a majority in this country by 2040. You no, know, I would say I would say Asians yeah, no. are on top of the world right now. They're doing the they're doing the best. Well, I, I think worldwide. I think in America, in America, definitely. No, in America, America too. Asians are the top performers. This is for Chris and the Julia. 
Or Donato. What are we using? It's Donnie D. God damn it. Because both my government names. So, as, so you guys <laughs> obviously, you guys obviously will identify as white, right? Yeah. White is right. White is right. It ain't white. It ain't right. right. No. I will identify as white. I'm not saying white is right. Okay. So that's what it rhymes, dude. Yeah. So, so in this instance, right, America, the the way that it's headed, right, there. White people what hold over fifty percent, slightly over fifty percent of the population. The whiteies, yeah, but we're so mixed. Ah, uh, there's Polish white people. No, but I mean, like, I, 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 what are they? I haven't looked at the statistics for like. Recently. Yeah, obviously, whites are the majority right now in the U.S. Yes, it not. I, I don't, don't care. care. Okay, so, care. so you don't you don't care about that? About who? Are you becoming the minority? Zero care. And there's. Is there anything that you fear will happen if you become the minority? No, because we'll still have most of the power, because, you know, Jews are white. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, I, I don't think I'm losing okay. I, I live my life based on, uh, based on merit, right? Like, I don't think I'm going to lose anything. There, are, there is a certain amount of people who happen to be very hardcore left-leaning, not saying liberals, but left-leaning. And, for example, I was just on the Sanchez today. I had an interview with a recruiter where uh, her and I haven't met in person. We never saw each other online. But I had an interview scheduled. We are on the phone having a good time. And she tells me, hey, can you turn your camera on? I said, sure. I turned my camera on. And five, five seconds into it, she's like, okay, let me just call you from my cell phone. And then we'll finish the interview there. So we got off the, uh, the Zoom meeting. She calls me. And we're talking on the phone. And the vibe just went a complete 180. All of a sudden, she became very formal, reading off a script. Very dismissive on my on my questions, and when we got off the phone, I had just really weird feels. Like my gosh, she she gives all this vibe where she's like super left leaning activist, probably blue hair. So I did some research, right? Uh, I found her on LinkedIn. Uh, well, she didn't have uh, purple hair, but she had like this big banner of like BLM and the uh, pride flag. And I'm thinking like, holy shit, I'm not getting this role. And then fast forward to uh, a couple of days, yeah, I got that email. You did not get that role. And I guarantee you, the only reason why she told me to turn the camera on is to, to see how I look, how white you are. But am I gonna make it? Am I gonna? Am I gonna see that as the uh, experience of the U.S.? No, there's just certain individuals who who do that, and I'm not bothered by it. You know, I'll move on to the next next uh, place and get interview there. But is there ramifications? Yes, I think there's minor ramifications that certain people will push. The ones who are hyper focused on diversity uh, and you know. In major corporations, let's be honest, divergence says less whites. So how are you anything else besides whites? Okay, so that, there's a couple keywords I want to like focus on there, right? White. That's individual. Gross. And BLM. Yeah, right? Like you would like, you would like, white people look gross, dude. Bi, try, those kind of words. Those kind of words. Quadra. Yeah. Yeah. Not individual. Anyway. So those are like, I do appreciate that you say individual, right? Because those are, they're always outliers. Like we're talking about, there's always outliers, right? There's some people that I know, that I personally know, that I wish I didn't. Because now, you know, like, and, and this is why, like, like I try to stray from, like, you know, about what is right. I know those people, and they're which, exactly what you said, just rightly, with the opposite view, the complete opposite view, right? And I try to keep those people as far away from me as possible, right, on both sides. But, you know, like, it's, it's, it's great to see people that, that understand the difference, and kind of like meet in the middle, right? You said like, "Hey, I can move on," right? That's always to be someone's mentality. Like, for example, right? I was 
I spent the last two years in a rumble of my life, right? As far as like, what am I doing? Where am I at? What am I, you know, how am I going to proceed from here, right? I was, I just came back a year ago from being deployed or being mobilized 14 months, right? Like when I left, I had a job that was the most money I ever made in my life at that job. And I wasn't happy. And when I say I wasn't happy is that like I missed out on so much, right? That when they finally let me go, like I kind of didn't even fight. I was like, you know what? Like you guys can go fuck, you know, like you guys can keep it. They fucked up though. You know what I mean? Like they let me go while I was mobilized. And then like they realized like, oh shit, we can't do this to this guy. And they tried to hire me back. And I said, nope, you already fucked up. <laughs> and uh, I lived off them for about a year. How have, what, what the fuck does this have to do with uh, him not getting a job? What, 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 <laughs> 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 I want to I I add, because you, you uh, go ahead, let me finish your point. Okay, so uh, the, the reason that that makes sense is because I, I, I live my life, I live my life on that premise. I can throw my life somewhere else. He just works somewhere else. When I... When I left, or when, when they got trying to get rid of me, they offered me my job back, and I said, no, I don't want to work for someone who would get rid of me so fast, right? At the same token, I realized that my mental, like, my mentality of working for that company was, if something better comes along, I'm taking it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have any loyalty to you. You guys pay me for a service, and I perform that service in exchange for money, and I don't have, I don't have, like, anything, anything, I don't owe you anything, right? Absolutely, and I just want to say this, and because you put a thought into my mind, and I want I want to get um, uh, Tyrone's input after this, because you know for obvious reasons. So in that situation, yes, obvious that is the mentality. The color that of is my the skin is obvious yeah. reasons. So because and Tyrone is black, it is like Tyrone is still on this podcast, everybody. <laughs> so because so uh, the reason why I say this is because Tyrone's black. He has he's expected to have certain types of beliefs, right? And uh, Tyrone being on the right, being conservative, he gets outcasted by his own people. He gets outcasted by white liberals. And the point I'm trying to make is, in your situation, it's the point that you said is like, okay, if that's just an individual, I'm going to move on with my life. But the ideology of the left is the polar opposite of that. If you do not believe that it's not an individual thing, it's a systemic thing. There's a systemic racism. There's a plan out there to keep you down, to keep blacks down, to keep Hispanics down. If you don't believe in that, then you will be considered a right winger, a white supremacist. What you just said, hey, I understand it's an individual thing. I'll move on. If you said that to a, a, a politician that's on the left or a, a very hardcore leftist, you will be considered a white supremacist. Just how they consider blacks white supremacists who lean right. And I, I know because I'll, I'll, I'll let you put in your point. I just, I just want to have uh, Tyrone kind of put his input in there because just like he gets outcasted for his beliefs for that exact same reason. Oh, absolutely. No, it's, it's 1984 groupthink. It's, it's, if you do not fall in line with the left way of thinking, then you're going to be an outcast. So if you're a conservative who happens to be, and I hate this term, but I'll use it, a person of color you will be ostracized by your quote-unquote people who think that uh, because you're a conservative, you're not one of us anymore, which is completely nonsensical because 
who or what your whatever your color is it doesn't even matter whatever your demographic is should not be associated with your political or your moral beliefs that has nothing to do with who you are uh character wise so yeah i mean if if you happen to be black uh, I'm, I'm just speaking from my you know my own experience uh, as tyrone if you have, happen to be black in the united states of america and are not a liberal or a left wing of some sort then you have no home to go to because the liberals don't accept you, black people don't accept you, no no one accepts you except uh, one group that accepts everybody that I've noticed is conservatives. The conservative party accepts everyone because it is not based on your demographic. It is based on your morals, it is based on your character, and it is also based on your mindset. And I believe that in this country, it's not your color, it's not how much money you have, it's your mindset. Your mindset can really take you places in this country more so than than your color, your your or whatever have you, whatever your demographic is, your sexuality, um, you know, your gender, whatever it is, can ever take you. So okay, yeah. hey, hey, before before Guzman talks, Tyrone, this is the first podcast you did not speak or has not have not spoken that much at all whatsoever. So I feel like that's a tactic, though, right? Because like it's actually a good thing. Yeah, that's like, I, th- I think I think a lot of people. I think no, and, and, and I personally believe that like that's that's a good trait, mostly because like I do the same thing, right? Whenever I approach someone new, especially talking about a political topic, um, I do a lot of listening, right? I do a lot of listening because it's the way that you, like, you you understand whether someone is knows what they're talking about, or you can get a sense of like, hey, like this person, this person doesn't really have. He's not really in one camp or another. A lot of times, people. You know, in a social setting, will say what they need to say to keep the peace, right? And, and I think that fundamentally, a conversation needs to have friction to be one interesting and then two positive. Like you know, like nothing. Uh, those two things combined kind of make like a positive experience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away with something with something different, right? If you come away with if you come away with the same ideas, right? Um, and you still don't agree. You come away saying the same thing but don't agree with each other or have a common ground with each other you did something wrong a lot of times you know you apply heat to something aka friction and things get done things get made things change yeah, but, but I, I was asking is how do you uh how do you handle the fact that like there's there's obviously beliefs that you have that your party will not let you have how, how do you how do you kind What's of like, my party well you say you're liberal right and my thing is, today's liberalism is if you don't subscribe to the left ideology of the far left, then you get outcast as liberal. You won't be considered as liberal. Like, today's liberal is not the 80s, 90s liberal. So when I, when I say your party, I'm saying like the ideology that you, you said you believe in because you label yourself as a liberal, right? And my, the whole speech I went off on is how do you, how do you handle the fact that like, there's, there's, there's sayings or there's beliefs that you're saying that you believe in that will be today considered right-leaning? So when I when I said I label myself a liberal, it's very, it's a very, I don't label myself as anything, right? I feel like I, from my point of view, I have a lot of liberal tendencies. Uh, well, not only I want to say tendencies. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do it Oh, you do it here too. Oh, like yeah. I didn't get the I didn't get the ticket when I walked in. Like, I lost mine. All right, can I just count me this one? Hey. Um, Listen, I I believe that, you know, 
again, again with the labels, right? Like I, I believe that I can find that exact same thing on the right, which is why I don't want to focus on about, like, you know, I would, it's in, you know, four, five years ago, I would say, well, what about the right? Right. Like I know plenty of people in my life who, if I don't conform to, you know, like, Hey, you're either for the second amendment or you're against the second amendment. It's black and white. You're in my camp or you're not in my camp, but I can afford more guns than you. And I can afford more ammunition than you. And I train harder than you. That's fair. Okay, so let, let me rephrase it. Because you can obviously find those people on the right. So I, I'm, I'm guess uh, I would say is, what is a belief that you believe in firmly that someone on the right would be strongly against? Uh, easy. Abortion. What about it? I, I, I think that you should just let them do what they want to do. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I was arguing about that the other day, you know. Punch out that baby. Yeah, do, do, yeah, do, do, I mean, do whatever you want. Like, I feel like, I feel like my official answer to that is, you know, like, I am pro-abortion. Like, do you understand what the, what the stance of abortion is on the right? I don't, I don't care what it is. I just, I'm just pro it. Right. So the stance that the right has on abortion, so like, you know, the stance on abortion for the right is oh, that it's not a, not a federal issue. Just because, just how the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution says, if there is not something given to the federal government by the Constitution, it belongs to the states. So the stance of the right says, when it comes to abortion, it's a state issue. If New York wants to be a safe heaven for abortions, let them be. I think that that's not that's not right at all. That's not. Right. I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like it, the government of any kind should. Yeah, have I think the government statement. just take a step back and fuck off on this one. I feel like it's uh, it's the yeah. No, 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 not that. Like it's the it's the person's choice. It's what they want to get one. I don't. I don't. I mean, like, I mean, that's. I mean, that's that's kind of my answer. I don't care if it's if it's big brother or big cousin or whoever. Right? Stay the fuck out of them. I ask one question before Tyrone chimes in because I know Tyrone loves love this conversation. Where do we draw the line of when abortion is no longer allowed? So you don't know that kid until he's six years old. Oh he could be God. five years old and be Jeffrey Dahmer saying, I like the sound of bones grinding. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, Jesus and that kid was just like, oh, our kid's going to be a doctor. <laughs> but, but honestly, so where, where would we draw the line of when we can only say, hey, you can only have an abortion? Was it eight, nine months, eight months, seven months? I thought that. Yeah, well, obviously, six, seven months, six, seven, eight months, right? Is uh, like. You, what you have to think about is what doctors are willing to do, right? Like, that's that's that. Honestly, is not a question that I can answer with well, there's confidence. Are willing to assist in suicide and and kill a, a human being? So if that's a standard. Then you're saying we should be able to have an abortion in nine months. Yeah, there's also fucking doctors that you know, like if dude, if I'm a vegetable, fucking kill me. But that's my point, right? So you can't apply the standard. Because I'm asking is, when it comes to legality, where do we draw the line of when you can no longer perform an abortion? I think, I think, you know, honestly, so I'm going to speak my mind here as far as like what, what I'm processing in my head. And, and okay, so let, let me explain this train of thought because you're going to listen to a lot of me talk tonight, right? I, I spend my days talking to computers. So I almost process my entire life if, if, and then statements, and or L, all this kind of stuff, right? It's hard to and no abortion. Right, I, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of that. Okay, so you're saying if there's a heartbeat, it's actually no abortion. I'm not saying that there's a heartbeat. I'm saying that like there's I'm I'm saying that like there's usually 
the way I think, right, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm guilty of doing this in moments where it involves a little bit more humanity and more emotion and more like a personal, like, touch to it, right? Yeah. But I process a lot of information where, like, if this, then that, right? But also there's exemptions and also there's and or and if else and everything else, right? Like, there's, there's variables, right? So once you input those variables, then there's an outcome, right? So I don't, I, to answer your question is that I don't have enough information, right? Obviously, if it's a person, right, like, you know, it has a heartbeat and everything like that, but it's detrimental to somebody's life, right? The mother's life. And that mother chooses to terminate because it is, it, it, it could okay. potentially be fatal. I understand that, but let's just, let's just sell this right now because to be quite frank, less than 1% of abortions account for that. So like, no, no right-minded conservative will say, okay, if the mother's life is in, in, in jeopardy, then yeah, you might have abortion. Rape, incest, yes. But those account for about 1% of abortions. Okay, so what, what accounts for 1% of abortions and at what, and at what date? Yeah, and at that point, too, it's like, oh, that kid doesn't want to be here. Major, right? Majority abortions are, you know, a woman taking abortion the first, second, third month. They don't want the kid to change their mind. Some could be second trimester. Some are even third. Uh, I believe it was Michigan who tried to pass a law that says, you know, up until even the baby is born and comes out of the womb, the the doctor and the mother can now make a decision like, hey, do we wrap this baby up and, and just yank it, just whip, just kill it, or do we keep it? So, because the, the whole thing about when it comes to abortion is, which I think both sides get wrong, is it's not about whether or not the actual act is bad, is at what stage does life begin? At what point of a pregnancy, whether it's inception or later on, would you consider that a human life and someone else's body? Because you don't have uh, another body in you. A woman who's pregnant, a natural woman isn't doesn't have an additional body inside her. She doesn't. She doesn't have. She doesn't have twenty fingers. She doesn't have two hearts. So the whole argument of like, oh, my body, my choice. Yes, but you also have a different body in there. So I'm just, I'm just trying to clarify: is what is the threshold that you would be like? Okay, at this point, we can no longer do an abortion. Or up until this point, we're going to do a Okay, this, this is my honest thought on this. It's, it, that is a conversation between you and your doctor. That's it. I don't have a say in it. I don't want to say in it. Okay, so let's talk about margin, right? Is, is, that, is that a discussion between who? Let, let's, say, let's say Sanchez goes out and murders somebody. Would we, should we argue that's not technically murder because... Why? Why does that sound like what aboutism to me? Because like because murder. It's, it's because, because because no. Okay, so so think about it, right? Like, there's a reason why when you're born, like you know, like, and this might be very, and very administrative way of thinking, right? Like, is your uh, and and you know, like you can. I'm gonna tell you that, like, when a, when someone's born, right? You're born. You're given a birth certificate, all this stuff like that. Like, you are now your own individual. You're not. You are not reliant on anybody else as far as, like, you know, when you're paired to your mother, right? That's a very intimate relationship. That's a very symbiotic relationship, right? Is that threshold when you get a birth certificate? I wouldn't say birth certificate. I would just say born. Okay, define born because you can be a definition of born at the time of conception. See, and this is, this is what I'm saying, that, like, we can draw this gray area whenever you want, Right. Let, this is a gray area for me. My my belief, my belief is that that conversation is between you and your doctor. See, anyone on the left, they will not answer that question. They won't answer that question. So when people on the right ask, okay, at what point 
is it morally right to terminate a pregnancy? At what point? And then you bring up the diagrams. You bring up the trimesters and you say, okay, just point out a picture and tell me at what point can you terminate this pregnancy? At what point is it not a life? Is it not a life? I Exception when oh, you know, no, what I'm saying what I'm saying is that what I'm saying when when that when that subject comes up I'm saying that what why are you why do you have a say in it when it is somebody else yeah, right sure. like it, it's little Becky down the street right she's yeah. 22 years old 24 whatever it is right yeah, all I got was for the same reason what makes you think you have to say whether or not some piece of shit can go and murder a second-year-old girl? What gives you the right to have a say in that? That's what I'm saying. The, 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 issue, the issue with the with this with this argument about the left and right is it's not about whether abortion is right or wrong. The, the, the argument that a lot of people miss is when does that life actually come to be? Because you can't argue saying, okay, well, it's not your say whether, whether she can get abortion, and then say, well, yeah, I do, I do have a say if a guy should be able to go and murder somebody and not be punished for it. And that's why the, 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 the big question is, when do you consider it murder compared to abortion? Yeah. And, and there, there's another point on that. I know, aside from, from cases of rape and incest, which I believe then, you know, talk... Very rare, though. Those are very talk, rare. Yeah, talk to a doctor, talk to a therapist, talk to loved ones about that situation. That I understand. But for 99% of the cases, right, if you're, we're talking about abortion, I want to remind everybody, I know, I understand that it's been a long time since anyone said this. I don't think anyone's ever said this. The natural consequence, the natural byproduct, the actual purpose of sex is to have a baby. It's not for pleasure. That's a, uh, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, no, that's for you, bro. I do it one hundred percent for pleasure. It's not. It's not one hundred percent for pleasure. It's not for dodging. Dude, me, it's not, dude, it's me, not me, for me, 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 the dolphins, bro. Me, the dolphins. I'm fucking for no, pleasure. No, it's not for cowgirl. It's not for reverse cowgirl. Okay, it's well, not for. I would love Tyrone's favorite positions. No, no, it's not for that. It's not for you know a foot play. It's not for any of that. Okay. It's the natural byproduct of sex is to have a baby. Now, for 99% of those cases when people decide to hit the sack, all right, what's going to happen is you're probably most likely going to get pregnant because that is the purpose of sex. It's not okay. It's not, it's not for pleasure like that. It's it's for it's okay, for but it is you know okay. So, so, so he, 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 here's the thing though, right? Man, you should be adult like, enough to take care of a child. Here's 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 the thing, right? We spent most of our of human existence, right? Sometimes trying to replicate or trying to procreate enough to fucking have a sustainable population, right? We don't need to fucking do that anymore because of technology. Now, now we can fuck for pleasure, bro. Like we are living, in, we are living in times. So it's time to be alive, bro. All right, right. Like, but what about those concer- What about what about people who actually do want to procreate? Okay, so okay, so here, here here's the thing again. Look, here's the thing. To a biological woman, and I pro. Purpose? No, look, here's the thing, and, and, and this is, um, again, I'm only speaking for myself. I'm telling you that, like, when I, when I decide to have a kid, I, I, and which I do have intention to have children, right? Like, I, You're who, who are you, my fucking mother? Your non-biological mother. It is coming you, Ireland. <laughs> okay, so, like, with my intention, right, to have a kid, right, I, I'm fully aware of, like, you know, why, why and how we should, you know, procreate right but like my belief my firm belief is that like so what 
But we want to fuck to get off. But here's, 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 here's what I understand is at, at, what point, at what point can you say it, that's your individual belief? Because my, I had the same argument. Like, where do you draw the line? Because you, you can't make the argument saying, okay, I believe murder is murder. I believe in that. I think that should be legal. And then say, well, when it comes to kids and unborn babies, that's not murder. Without drawing a line of when does that life start? Because if, by your definition, if we're going to say that abortion should be legal, no matter what stage, then how does it become different than if I come and murder Sanchez? He was uh, an infinite at one point. He, he was obviously in the womb before. Hey, hey, again, right? Like, like, I, again, we're getting into multiple times, but I want to just clarify. Again, dude, that, it's, that's between, that relationship should be between the mother and their doctor. Yeah, because they are... Okay. Okay. okay, let's say, let's say, let's say uh, a woman has a two-year-old son, and then the husband gets fired. All of a sudden, they cannot support this child. Do they still have a choice then to murder this kid? This is, this is why, as a society, we have decided that we, that we have a system to take care of. And that, I mean, it's, it, it, is, it, is a, it is a system that's obviously flawed, right? Like, you hear about it all the time, the horrors of... The kids go into the system, right? But we value, as a society, we value at least doing something, right? As, as, as a, the leading nation of the world, we should be doing better in all areas. Don't get me wrong. I have, I have nothing but criticism for the amount of, amount of attention. No, the I, mean, amount I, of... I, I, I want to focus on this specific thing because I, I don't believe that you would say yes, a, a mom should be able to... Oh, obviously. No, I wouldn't say no. And I'm not. I'm not saying that you would. Are you kidding me? Like, could you imagine some guy comes to your door, like he's like, "Hey, I'm, I'm here to terminate this two-year-old." Right. But I'm. I am not accusing of you. I am not accusing of that. Nor would I think that you would think that's okay. I'm just saying, okay, at nine months, at eight months, I'm just trying to get an answer of when would you consider it not a human being? I'd be okay with it. So the, the reason I don't have an answer for you is because I don't. It's not. It's. It's. I don't have a say. But you had. But you just had to say the two-year-old. Because, man, I, I'm really trying not to bring in, like, other examples, right? Like, other about what isms, right? I, w I really want to focus on this issue, and the thing is, I don't have an answer for you. Once, once that baby is not reliant on its, on, like, biologically, and I'm not talking about, like, oh, you know, breastfeeding, all that bullshit, right? Once, nine months is okay. After, after nine months, after the baby has <laughs> exited the canal, right? Has taken the trip, right? Fully or just ahead? Huh? As soon as it's crowning, that's when it's done. Okay, so you would say nine months you still get an abortion. I mean, yeah, obviously, I feel like again, I don't have. I, you're looking for a definitive answer, and I don't have one for you. Well, when it comes to what we have to have a definitive answer. Right? I mean, I'm just saying. Okay, so you're saying I would start when the baby comes out of the womb. Okay, that, that, that's fair. That's what we want to have. Now, would you consider a man who or a woman who murders a pregnant woman who's eight months would that be double murder or single murder? Uh, also, since you mentioned uh, a man, uh, for the record, George Floyd put a gun at a pregnant woman's stomach. Okay. Just saying. He so, did. That he did. Thank you, Santa. Uh, all right, so again, let's not drill this into uh, George Floyd. Right, so, okay, in that, in that, I feel like there are mechanisms that are designed in our system to cause conflict where there shouldn't be. Because I'm a firm believer. Hold on. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in conflict, as far as um, as a way to 
and and obviously like i'm not talking about like oh you know like hey i'm gonna come and stab you kind of conflict i'm talking about like um discord between everyone right like i feel like different opinions often propagate good good ideas um but this kind of this kind of um this kind of topic obviously has so much gray in it that like you know you're obviously you're, you're saying like okay what gives you the right to when when to call it murder and stuff like that right we for eons we've kind of known hey that that mother gave birth and you killed the baby that's well we're not talking about eons eons ago you know child sex trafficking was considered normal i'm talking about in a modern society no well, I'm, no I'm, I'm 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 saying i'm saying as a sentiment right like Humans, humans for a, a good while now, right? I'm not saying at the beginning, right? But I'm just saying for a good while now, we've known, hey, that's kind of bad, right? Like that, 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 that's a bad thing to do, right? Chimps still do that. That's a whole ass chimps, thing. Chimps will go to a newborn mother, and if they deem that, that baby a threat, they'll rip it apart in the most violent way you've ever seen in my life. Now, is that monkey killing a chimp, or is that just abortion? What? Nah, dude, that's that's flat out murder. Like that, that's that's chimp murder, bro. Isn't that weird though that you have a higher standard for chimps than for humans? Did, 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 didn't I didn't I just say didn't I just say the, the the chimp is born like it's it's in its mother's arms and and the oh, owl? Oh, I was ready. You made it out and about. Okay, I thought the the chimp goes up to the pregnant mom and starts like banging on the stomach and like and rips it out like early. Yeah, you gotta yeah. say all that. Okay, so I met. I imagine you were saying a pregnant hey, wait a minute. Oh, by another gorilla, and then it's like, what the fuck is this kid gonna do? And then it rips it out like a board set out. You're talking about like a whole ass baby, Jim. Oh, that the, the whole Even ass animals, is formed. But right? animals don't do that. Even animals aren't that cruel to kill the unborn. <laughs> like, I just, I just want to clarify one more one more time. Oh, I, like, no, actually. Actually, actually, before I before I forget, I animals animals are are worse than that because they're not they're not they don't have the same resources and tools we have, right? Animals will let it, it, like for example, right? Wolves, wolves when they're in a pack and the woman is pregnant, the female wolf is pregnant. If they're traveling, she's wounded, she can't keep up. They just leave her ass behind. Fuck them kids. Yeah, but if, if we're gonna base our standards off of animals. Them, let's not pretend like rape which is, is why we're not animals. which is why we're not <laughs> right okay but Guzman, here's what i'm trying to figure out because I, I i know you don't want to answer this question but it's almost impossible because you your, your argument is well it's not my choice to say but then other things are when, when we live in a society well we're not animals obviously because you know rape in animals is very prevalent we are animals yeah, but we're 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 civilized animals, right? We we abide by laws. And, and that's called a society, yes. Exactly, right. So we can't have a gray zone of when something is or isn't illegal. But we do. And we and we and we will always will. Unless we're consumed by the all like like unless we are all like one conscious mind, like a hive mind, we will. But yeah, but what I'm trying to figure what I'm trying to figure out is the difference, in your opinion, between a a uh, a two year old son or one year old son and one that is not born yet, and I just want I just want to see if I understand you correctly. Is your opinion that you can technically consider it not murder up until the full body comes out of the womb? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, like again, like these these things are designed. These arguments they're designed to 
draw a riff, right? And and this is one of those arguments where I feel like we should we should kind of appeal to more of our human nature, right? A mother who's expecting a child, right? Who wants to have that child? Expecting to be a mother to her firstborn, her secondborn, whatever it is, right? Someone comes up and murders her, right? That's double homicide, right? But, 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 but we have to make it black and white because of the law. That's, as a society, we've agreed upon laws and we have to make it black and white, right? So, it would, be another, it would be another thing. That baby, when someone wants to have an abortion, that baby can't advocate for itself, right? It's not, it's not developed enough. It's not, it doesn't have a choice, right? Kind of thing, right? And I think that's where people draw a lot of that sentiment from. Was like, you know, like, how do you know what that baby's going to be? It could cure cancer, right? I don't know, right? I'm just saying. But that's the argument you're making, right? And no, your mom... Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the threshold is. Yeah. I can't tell you. This is why I'm saying, right? We won't get an answer to that question. If we can't have a threshold, then what's the threshold whether or not we should be legally be able to kill Sanchez or not? Yeah, we should. Let's be a little more specific. I just have one question. Can your mom kill you at any point? I know Chris had asked this a little bit earlier. I... Instead of the parents, I'm just saying your mother. At any point in her life, if she doesn't like you anymore, should it be legal for her to kill right. you? No, but we've already that like every state in the union has agreed to this. If you are born and your mother murders you, it's murder. Her body. So it is the threshold on what the majority of states... Look, we, we can talk about the threshold, like, well, well again, like, I don't think that you're going to get a definitive answer out of me, right? It, because I don't know. And I'm, I'm not afraid to say I don't know, right? But what I'm saying... No, I wouldn't say it that. I'm, what I'm saying is that, like, like, every... In this country, all 50 states, if that child is birthed and you murder it, you're a murderer, right? So that's, that's, that's a baseline we can all agree on, right? And the law all agrees on, right? What, what, what the narrative right now is trying to change, right, is saying that, like, well, we should advocate for one way or the other between those nine months, right? That's the gray area where everyone's trying to fight over, right? But what I'm telling you is that we already have a baseline. If you're nine months, if, 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 you're, if you're born, right, you're, you're, you're born one day and you are killed by your mother, that is murder. And you can be found guilty of murder. Why? Why would, you, why would that be considered murder? Yeah, you're born. You are birthed. But, but, that, but that's my argument is the definition of being alive or being born, which you said earlier is when you come out of the womb. But then you said it's depending on what the mother says, because if the mother wanted to keep the baby and, and someone comes and steps in her stomach at nine or let's say five months, that should be double murder. So I'm just trying to figure out if you're saying is, okay, the baby coming out of the womb or the mother saying she wants to keep it is the standard. Yeah, I mean, th th this is why I said that I feel like we should, in this topic, I feel like more people will actually agree with, with more people will come to an agreement if we apply more, more of the human touch. When you're, t when you're pressing me for a yes or no answer or a date and time, you want a date and time step, right? No. I, I can't. You, yes, you do. You, 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 want me to, you want me to tell you, like, like, the minute I come in her, that's the time you get a killer, right? Like that's like. Oh, I'm, I I just want to know what the definition of life starting would be. 
but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there's a more, I feel like we should apply a more human touch to this, right? A, a more, more of a, a sentiment touch. Cause I feel like. How's that not human touch? Just trying to say, Hey, this, this person, why, this baby, why, this human. why, be, why? Because you want, you want a date. You are like, how do you establish a date? Heartbeat, multiplication of cells. Well, that's the mitochondria issue. ATP. Like, what's going on? That would determine. That would determine whether or not killing a two or three five year old would be murder or not. No, no, but, that, no but, the, but that's what I'm. But that's what. But that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about the gray area. You want me to give you a definitive answer in the gray area, right? The minute my fucking sperm penetrates that egg, it's game over, right? That's that, that, is that what you're saying? No, I actually don't believe the life of conception. I'm just, I'm just trying to make an argument here. I'm just saying, okay, because if, if we're going to say what the mother decides, are we then going to give her the ability to say, hey, I no longer want my five-year-old. But you've already got that answer for me, right? Like, after birth, it's murder for me, right? Everything else is a gray zone, which I, can't, I don't have any input on. Well, that's what, that's what I was trying to clarify, because you said after birth, but then you also said depending if the mother wants to keep it. And I'm saying if, if someone stabs a pregnant woman at six months, it was to be murder, and you said depending if she wanted to keep it or not. So what's the difference if someone if, if someone murders somebody and, and and gives their kid right and I, and I, and I'm I'm, ta- I'm not talking about like oh we're gonna dish out like five sentences for life for murder. What I'm saying is that like if that person murders someone who's pregnant, right? They're just gonna levy that extra charge on them. I'm not saying they killed the mom. I'm saying they stabbed the mom in the stomach and the child inside died. The woman survives. The mom. And that's, that's a good question. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. Before the point of birth, it is up to the mother, the one who's going to have to raise this thing. Right, right. so let's like, say the mom. The point, before the point of the baby coming out of the birth canal, that's when she has say. What about the father? Right. And then after that, put it up for adoption. Right, Daddy, right, Daddy, you're, you're far behind on this, on this topic. What I'm trying to say... No, I, 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 I really do understand the, the, like the, like the point you're trying to make, right? But I feel like you're also trying to force an answer for me and i don't feel like i i i honestly again i'm not afraid to say i don't know so i feel like i feel like a, i feel like a lot of people come on i you know and it, this is one thing that i that i have seen like i you know i've listened to your podcast you know like i'm i'm, I'm a great fan I, I like that sanchez actually started this i think yeah, he changes IP address. Yeah, I feel like no, I, I, I'm definitely like. I mean, I've had conversations with Donato. I'm just like, dude, just go for it. Like a lot of things. Like I really wish that people, more people, would take this stance, right? Like, hey, I want to do something, and then just do it. But from, you know, from listening to your previous podcast, right? Like, there's a lot of people who, or a lot, a lot of topics that come up where someone will say, yeah, I guess, or yeah, maybe that's accurate, right? I'm, I'm here to tell you, like, I don't know. And I feel like a lot of people walk away from those conversations, maybe convinced one way or another, or maybe leaning a little bit more towards one way or another. But I think a lot of, a lot of people, including here among us, right, you will walk away from most conversations saying, I don't know. I 100% agree, and I want to make a quick point before I give it back to Tyrone and get his opinion. There's nothing wrong with going uh, with open mind, and then your mind changes uh, halfway into it, right? And to answer Danny D's is... The whole argument was between birth, the baby coming out of the womb, is different than when the mom decides if she wants to keep the baby four or five months into it, right? And that, that's what, that was the argument that was going on. So, and then the second part was if someone murdered, someone murdered, since you guys don't consider murder, but let's say someone stabs the pregnant woman in the stomach and that child. Is, or fetus, if you don't believe a child, 
ends up being dead or never born to begin with, but the mom wanted that to be born, would that be considered murder or not? By by today's by today's law, it's considered double murder or a murder or double murder if the mom dies as well. And I was just trying to figure out is the threshold the baby coming out, which Donnie D you said it's when the baby comes out, and then Guzman said when the baby comes out and then when the mom decides on it. But that could be the dead horse. Sanchez, I'll let you say, and then let's bring it over to uh, Tyrone. So, so, so really quick. First of all, on that, it's uh, you, you said it yourself. It's on the mother wants to be born. So, put yeah, so actually, actually, real quick before, because he brought it up, right? And I, I, I really want to clarify that I'm, I, I am pro-choice and not pro-abortion, right? I am pro, like I, when I say I don't have a, I don't have a say, right? My, my opinion is that the choice doesn't fall to me and the choice falls with the mother right that 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 is my stance so if the mother decides to have the baby born can the father diminish his rights to the baby not paying child support and just be away from that child's life no i know so. no and, and 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 i think that's that's actually a valid point right I, I i believe in those kind of things too like like that's that's yeah so i i i i i agree with that too yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's. I feel like there, see, there's common ground. I feel like I feel like I was trying to move to that common ground, but I also wanted to answer your question, which is a non-answer, right? It was the gray I area. Hardcore threshold. It won't be an answer. I wonder how many people you will actually find like who will give you a, a solid, or you can convince to have a solid answer on that. I want I want to hear from Tyrone though. Like I do want to hear like you know he's been listening to me talk, right? He's probably just like. This dude needs to say an answer, right? But you know, like I, I like I will stand my ground if, if if that's the case, Tyrone, because you know, like I am also I'm I'm not afraid to say I don't know, and that that involves almost every aspect of my life. So yeah, and I absolutely respect that, and uh, you know, everyone is entitled to their opinion, and there's there's really not much anybody else can really do about that. So I I really respect your opinion very much. So and um, you know, doing doing battle with Chris over here. On this topic, I love it, love it very much. I, you know, I, you're not going to like my stance. I'm, I'm pro-life. I believe life begins at conception. I think it just makes life a lot easier, and it lends perspective to everybody who goes into the bedroom or wherever, the car, the back seat, or you know, the the bathroom at the club. They decide to, you know, do their thing, and then they think that there are no consequences to, to these types of actions because. And I, I, I personally believe, and, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect over here, but I personally believe that the whole purpose of sex is to have a baby, right? I mean, that's just clear-cut simple. And if you end up getting pregnant, I don't think that there should be an option for you to get rid of the natural byproduct of what you did. So if you're adult enough to have sex, then you should be adult enough to take care of a child, right? or at least attempt to. The whole thing uh, about uh, you know, it, this should be the mother's choice. At one point, I definitely agreed with that. But then I thought about there are some situations where a father wants the child, but the mother does not want the child. So does that, does that mean that the baby dies even though the father wanted to be a father? And there are definitely situations like that. And what I believe is that, okay, well, it is her body, but she's just the incubator could easily take that baby out and incubate it somewhere else. Okay, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this right now. This that this point will become irrelevant in the next what, however long it takes, right? It but, will, yeah. but but we will progress as a human species long enough to like 
eliminate the female body out of making a human. And then even then, we're going to have conflict about, oh, you weren't birthed through a vagina. You were birthed through a silicon, like, I would all, right? love like, that. Because there's a lot of women out here, I don't, they do not deserve to be giving birth. If, they're, if their first thought, so they can spread their legs, do that whole thing, you know, twerk on the, you know, all that stuff in, in the bed, but they can't take care of a kid. They, they, they decide to kill the child. Right, because that's what it is. I mean, you're just murdering a child. I mean, that's just, you know, that's just what oh, it is. Okay, so, so I want to clarify. I, I want to clarify, right? Like, you can't wait till that is the case where we can actually birth children, right, um, yeah. without consequence, right? However, we have, the, we have different reasons why we want that, right? Like, yes. 150 years from now, I hope my grandson can just, you know, fuck it raw, you know, get in there all raw dog, all that stuff, right? Uh, absolutely without, without, without having to worry about it, right? I agree with and then, you. And then, yeah. The world would be but, a better but, place if women couldn't give birth naturally like that. I, I feel like it should be done in a lab somewhere. Oh, so just, this is actually um, this is actually um, a good segue, right? Because I, I and, and I, I don't mean to cut you off here, right? But I feel like we're gonna get into religion. I, I'm staying from religion. I, I say we move on from the topic. I just want to put my two piece in uh, from learning from this discussion and my overall relationships with left wing people. Not saying specifically you Guzman or liberals, but for me, I, I it feels like the mainstream idea and ideology from the left is being able to take action and not have any responsibility or consequences of it. For example, yeah, abortion. Exactly, we want to have sex without the potential consequences of having a child. We want to go to college. Spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on a degree that will make me less than twenty grand. <clears throat> Talking about you, fashion people who major in fashion or gender studies, and expect the government to pay for that uh, degree. Once I've realized in the real world that doesn't mean shit, and I'm stuck here with a hundred thousand dollar debt. So I'm not saying you, Guzman. I'm just saying the mainstream ideology of the left, not liberals, is actions without consequences, and you know. Why do people, for example, when it comes to education, why why we have to pay for a hundred thousand dollar degree for someone who majored in fashion making twenty k a year? Why should my tax dollars support and fund an organization that will abort babies that I may not agree with? And that's all. That's all I'm getting out of it. All right, everyone, we're gonna take a quick break here, a breather, a refresher, go to the bathroom, take some refreshments. We're gonna go fucking outside and battle out our fists. Exactly. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna fight, knock out some teeth, and fist some assholes. And uh, we're gonna take a quick break. That's why you're chilling far away. (laughs) All right, everyone, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come right back and record part two.